feel like a cheerleader. A, uh, I was a cheerleader once in sixth grade, and I fucking hated it. So Why? Funny. Because I didn't want to do it. Was it just it. the general spirit of no. cheerfulness? So uh, it was a lesson, I guess. So this was in sixth grade, and my best friend really wanted to be on the cheerleading team squad whatever the fuck they're called and but she didn't want to audition by herself and so she like kept just nagging me and she's like will you audition with me please 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 and i was like fine so i finally said yes we audition i got in she didn't and so (laughs) it was super awkward navigate that uh (laughs) I like, was she cool about it or no? She was really oh. mad, and I was like, I didn't, wa- I didn't even want to audition. And my mom, this is like every early two thousands, <laughs> late nineties, like high school rom com, yeah, or like f- high school friend movie, yeah. yeah. It was, it was ridiculous. Whoa. And I, uh, I, I was like, well, I'm not going to do it. And my mom was like, oh yes, you are. You shouldn't have auditioned for a thing that you didn't want to do. So you made a commitment. Now you have to go through with it. And so for like three months, I think I was on the team. But I could never make the games, especially the away games, for whatever reason. Because you didn't want to. Because I didn't want to. No, it's because like (laughs) your parent has to drive you. And I was like, well, my parent works far away and can't. Mm -hmm. And also I – I'm not like a big sports person, but – we so we'd have to sit there and watch the games and they wanted us to like sit and be all graceful and cute um and but and we couldn't like get mad if our team was losing <laughs> uh, but we could like wave our pom-poms if our team was doing well i couldn't i don't know if you and i have ever watched sports together even if i don't care about the sport i will eventually like my competitive nature will get invested and I would sit there on the sidelines and like our team, like somebody would like shove somebody on our team and I'd be like, that's not fair. And I would like get angry. And my coach was like, you have to stop. Like you can't, you can't yell <laughs> at the other mm-hmm. team. Like mm-hmm. I was like, well, I guess I can't be on the cheerleading squad. Like this sucks. Uh, so then I stopped being a cheerleader. <laughs> it was. Anyway, don't do things like no peer pressure, peer pressure. You guys don't let it happen to you or else you. Did you know that you wanted to be an actor at yes. that point or was yeah. this? Okay. Yeah, I was okay, already okay, okay. deeply invested in drama like, what if? What if you were like, I hate cheerleading, but the audition. Huh. <laughs> Something there <laughs> really <laughs> thrilled me. <laughs> Uh, I think and that like unlocked your love of acting. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. The audition process is what like got me into acting. Uh that would be that would be insane. <laughs> Just because audition What if sucks. what if what if there are people like that that will like go in and crush the audition and it, like it'll give them such a high and then they show up on set and it's like, "Oh no, this was a bad idea." That happens. Like there are, I bet. Yeah, there. Like, it's like people with a job interview. Like they interview really well, and then they show up yeah. for the job, and you're like, "What? Who are you? No, you're fired." Yeah, I. It, well, that's why I feel like though, all you ever hear are actors saying how they lied at an audition and then got a gig. Whereas mm. I feel like I would hope, you know, 
the banks and the Silicon Valley companies are a little bit more <laughs> discerning in the interview process, <laughs> considering our infrastructure is built on their success. Based off of some of the people I've worked with in the past, I'm going to say no. <laughs> no shade, no tea. That, that's a lie. That's a lot of shade. Uh... <laughs> You know who you are. You know who you are. And if you don't, I need you to f- practice your self-awareness. Um, and if you don't, then that's the whole point. That's that, why that, we are yeah, where we are. That's true. Um, should we introduce the podcast? Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the peony. The peony. The peony. Welcome to the peony. Oh, I forgot the rest of the I got. something like that yeah um we'll we'll get it we'll get it um hi i'm jules and i'm lex and we are the peony we are the peony i'm so excited that you we finally got jose on the pod we did i was not there for that conversation but i have heard the things yeah and it's yeah it's a good time it's uh prepare yourselves like it's a very honest conversation about um following your your dreams and following your heart over your head um a very honest conversation about being an artist and also that struggle of Wanting to do the thing that you are told is the right thing to do to be successful versus the thing that will be fulfilling and will be the thing that you vision as success, if that if that makes sense. But so I'm going to cry. Probably. I got pretty misty eyed during it. So <laughs> he did, too. There was I, a couple moments where I, he got choked up. So, yeah. Ayo. I feel like this is a topic that keeps coming up with all of our guests, yeah. with everyone we talk to. You know, um, if you remember, Chanel was saying the same thing. Yep. Um, a few people have said, like, that they have lived their lives based on someone else's expectations and yeah. the pivotal moment of what happened and what has happened since that moment when they decided to make the switch to leaning into what fulfills them. And so that's, oh, yeah, my heart. Yeah. I feel like that's definitely becoming kind of a an overarching theme of, of yeah. what we're doing here at the peony which is pretty dope uh, i think so too i, I do as well yeah <sighs> are we ready to right. get into this interview with jose yeah cut in the cut in the, shoo, 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 the jose <laughs> chat and bah, bah, bah. i'm very professional Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Peony. Um, I'm Lex, one of your hosts. Uh, Julia is off today. She's hanging out with her family. So um, I'm flying solo today. And on our episode, we've got Jose Donato joining us. Um, I've talked a little bit about Jose. He's one of my best friends, a fellow actor, a total nerd. So um, we've got him on the show. Hi, Jose. Hello. <laughs> Welcome. Thanks for joining me on Absolutely. this wacky this adventure. <laughs> we've, we've been like here for, I think, about 20 minutes trying to just troubleshoot tech issues because we yeah. are doing this over Zoom. So we're having a great time. It'll be fine. Everything will be fine. Yeah, uh, this just makes us like really relatable because like everybody's going through this right now. 
especially especially like <laughs> artists and theater artists like this is just like where we live right now yeah yeah i have all of those strange zoom rehearsals and live theater yeah. that isn't live but kind of live yeah it's a good time <laughs> um so jose why don't you before we dive into it um maybe introduce yourself a not maybe introduce yourself. Why don't you introduce yourself? <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure. I think this is really funny because yeah, you're doing you're you're great, Lex. But I think we've like never talked on like a formal platform. <laughs> you know, like we, we it's, this never. is this is more articulate than we ever are to each other. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so Jose and I have been friends for like fifteen or sixteen years. Yeah. So most of the things that fly out of our mouths at each other are just like insults and like sideways comments and jokes like yeah this is the nicest we've been to each other in probably those 16 (laughs) years and it's only been like two minutes that we're just like introducing each other most of the time i like skip like if i'm meet you know meeting someone or you're meeting someone i just skip introducing you all together i just like forget that you exist and just expect you to do it yourself He's the worst at introducing two strangers to each other, where he's like the mutual. He'll just be like, yeah, okay, and walk away. Um, I think you've gotten better at that over the past 10 years. Yeah, yeah, let's just say yes. (laughs) Oh, this is going to be a wild ride, everybody. (laughs) Buckle up. Um, Uh, Okay, my name name is uh, uh, Jose Angel Donato. Um, uh, It just felt like an introduction, so I had to say the full name. I don't know. Um, Uh, yeah, we've social known security each- number uh, is. Oh man, I'm really afraid that I might have given my social security number to the wrong people talking about that. <laughs> like, not to completely oh, no. like derail this from the beginning, but yeah, I got an oh. email from a um uh what are they called um well just like a, a company that I worked with before, and they were just like, uh-huh. hey, uh, you have to like send us uh this like new. Uh, like it was I nine or W two form or something like that, and like because we like in order to pay you in the future, we need to have this information updated. Otherwise, we'll get charged. And I was like, oh okay, yeah, totally. Like I worked with you guys before, whatever. Oh no. Um, because they've I, I worked with they're the billing company for a commercial that I worked with, and they've like yeah. a couple of times like renegotiated and like sent me more money for doing nothing. And so I'm like, yeah, give me okay. more money. But then I sent an email. I, I signed one of the forms of the three. Sent an email to my to my like representatives and was like, "Hey, have you heard about this? Like, they're just asking me for this information. Like, oh, are oh, we no. like getting another check?" And they're like, "We haven't heard anything. Don't sign it." And I was like, "Oh, okay." Did you and already send it to them? I sent them one with like oh, my name and social security, but they also wanted like bank information. Like, it could be totally legit. I just needed to like email them to be like, uh, "Hey, what's this about?" But then I never did, and so I just live in anxiety every day now. I really hope you didn't fall for a phishing scam. Yeah. Did you have you have you looked at the email and like hovered over stuff to see if the links are fake or anything? No, I I, I like looked up the name of the company. I saw that uh-huh. the email because the the email address the like at whatever enterprises dot com is legit, and so okay. that like gives me a little bit of like I'm I'm probably okay, but I'm not sure, and I should really follow up. <laughs> well, what I was gonna say, I think on like. Uh, I think you can do this through Credit Karma, which this is not an ad for Credit Karma, but if you don't have it, highly recommend. You can follow your taxes for free, including state. Yeah, it's so dope. Um, dope. But I think on credit, for real, um, I think through Credit Karma, I know you can definitely do it through like uh, TransUnion, whatever the big credit bureaus are. Mm. You can 
put like a freeze on your social security number for I think up to six months for free. And then oh. every six months you can renew it. But essentially what it'll do is if anybody tries to run your social security number, it will flag it. Like if somebody tries to open up a credit card under your name or something, it will flag it for them and they'll essentially put a hold on it. Cause I, this was a few years ago, but um, I think it was when there was that huge Equifax breach in like 2017 mm my information was part of the breach and i was like great um so i just i flagged that for a while and then there was the time when my wallet got stolen my social Mm -hmm. security card happened to be in it even though i never have my like because i was like interviewing for new jobs or whatever i happened to have it in my wallet the one time so pro tip you can do that (laughs) so to like kind of help protect your identity so uh you know all yeah life doesn't fault that's that's great advice i really hope that all your listeners are here for this because this is what it's gonna be it's gonna be tax (laughs) advice for the next hour and a half i'm just gonna go over all the things i've done that you should not ever do (laughs) make sure you lock your cars so that we like a homeless person doesn't take a nap in it (laughs) that's a true story (laughs) uh don't give rides to heroin addicts because they really need to Get to Santa Monica. I don't... <laughs> oh, Jose, your life is such uh... a journey. Um... <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was born. Not what this episode's supposed to be about, but you know what? Yeah. Maybe it will be. <laughs> I think it, it all. It all. You know, it, it fills in the, oh, the the tapestry of me as a human being uh, and as a person with unstable internet connection. Apparently. <sighs> okay, you can still hear me. Good, same you're good. Internet, same. Yeah. We're all a little. Yeah, yeah, I can still hear you. Okay. Yeah, we're all a little unstable these days. Um, uh, what a strange introduction. Do you want to tell us what you do and why you're um, filling out these random forms and sending <laughs> them into the ether? Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I am uh, a Guatemalan-born American actor uh, in Los Angeles. Mm-hmm. Um, I won't tell you where I live because then you might be able to find out my social security number and my address. And then that's, you know, a whole thing. Um, <laughs> we're slowly going to pull information out yeah. of you so that way people can triangulate your location. <laughs> this, this whole podcast is just a social security scam, isn't it? I mean, yeah, <laughs> Both, you know, I think Julia and I are, uh, um charming and awkward enough that we could be really good at espionage (laughs) so yeah you know that's actually what this podcast is about it's it's the long con (laughs) but to try to stay on track yeah (laughs) yes uh i'm an actor in la me and lex have known each other for most of our lives at this point Mm -hmm. we met in palmdale california where we're where we went to the same high school Mm -hmm. um and they bullied me into getting into the drama club at Palmdale High, which was honestly like it's a glorified title. We were like working out of cafeterias and empty classrooms and had like basically no budget. But we we yeah. did a lot with what little we had, and we just had a lot of like very passionate, skilled, lovely people coming together to make art. Um, that's yeah. where we both started. Yeah, that's all. Oh, that's so beautiful. I mean, to your point, like we we did a play where uh, i think about this more times than i probably should we we did a play where we like needed to create palm trees and so <laughs> a few friends went dumpster diving behind like i think it was like carpet for you or something 
because I didn't know this, but carpet comes on like these massive. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just gonna say paper towel rolls. That's not what it's called, <laughs> but those cardboard tubes. <laughs> and so we like use those to create palm trees, and we were very crafty. Which yeah, and they looked really great until they fell in the middle of a performance <laughs> on an actor. And then I think we started using them as like as lances and started jousting each other uh... on stage. We. It, look, we're very professional, and you should hire us. You should definitely hire Jose for your next project. Mm-hmm. It'll be great. Um, Please. <laughs> Please. So, okay, so you mentioned that we bullied you into doing drama, and I will say uh, that's true. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I shan't lie about that. So what? So we bullied you into this, um, and then you kept going with it. What? Yeah. What happened? Oh man, I. Yeah, I was, I was, and I still am, but even more so back then, just like a really quiet, shy kid. I did my work. I tried to get all A's. I never even considered, I never even like, there was never even a possibility for me to like go into the arts, especially the performing arts. Um, And I just remember that this, this, I think it was the second year of my high school, my second year. Uh, everybody was getting excited and were like, yeah, we're going to like join the drama club and do this play. And I was, it was, I think literally it was like, if I do not do this, I will not see my friends for the next three months. And I will be, it's just like, I will be by myself, oh. like doing nothing. And so I was like, okay. And I remember, I like, I'd never acted before. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't even know what to like, where to even approach, like, cause you have to, uh, learn a monologue and audition with a monologue. And I, I like got one from Monty Python and the Holy Grail, like towards the end. He's like a priest who's like preaching about the, what the Holy Hand Grenade of Antioch, I think. And I don't know why I chose this thing. I just thought it was funny. And I was like, yeah, I can learn this. And I did it. And I mean, it was a small school, so it's not like that crazy, but I got the, like the lead in that play yeah, for this did. stupid monologue. <laughs> And yeah, it just took off from there. I just had a blast. I like didn't I never realized I could do these kinds of things. Like just be around my favorite people doing this just ridiculous thing and it was work. And mm-hmm. it was it was like soul enriching and just like fun. And I remember like one of the craziest things I remember is cuz like now I'm a professional actor. Mm-hmm. Or I'm trying to be and you it's are. so hard sometimes to like get out of your head cuz you're trying so hard to be good. And I remember back then was probably some of the freest I've ever been because I just didn't care. I was just having fun. And they were like, yeah, you're like getting notes and trying to do it well. But you're just like, there's no stakes. Like, whatever. This is just so fun. And the first time I was on stage, I'm just ranting at this point. Do it. Go. I wasn't nervous at all because it was like me and my other best friend, Chris, who was on the podcast, mm-hmm. on stage together. Curtain goes up. And we were just like, let's let's have a ball, man. Let's yeah. just have a blast. Yeah. And. So that moment when you were on stage and you felt so free, have you, not to get too deep too fast, but we're going to, um, have you felt that kind of freedom since then? Yes, but a lot more, it's a lot more rare. Yeah. And where do you think it's like, well, I, you and I have talked about this at length, um, but what sort of, where was that shift of like, freedom and then maybe getting more in your head and how are you working through that now or trying to combat that now as an actor yeah and maybe I as think, a person yeah yeah <laughs> it's all it's all connected um 
honestly, the funny thing is it probably happened. It's like, it's it's like one of our favorite acting teachers says it's always two steps forward, one step back. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was I, I got into into college. Technically, I applied as a biochem major because I thought I was going to nope. go into medicine. Uh, you know, I, I, uh, people yeah. thought I was going to be a neurosurgeon. Uh, I was thinking about potentially following like forensic psychology, uh, which are all incredible professions. And I still like to some degree, like envy the people who can follow those those mm-hmm. paths. But orientation day on campus, I switched to theater. Literally, I left my my science based like group and switched to theater and i heard later that like the the like the teacher chaperone was just like oh he went to go do theater like she was just like poking at me but it, it, yeah. it was funny um but since that day like i switched at my major to theater but i was always unsure if that was what i was going to follow my parents were like super supportive but they were always like like anything like they never saw this coming they were just like are you sure do you want to like maybe try some things try something else Mm-hmm. And so I spent those like two and a half years, like taking all of my like extra, all of my, my, my like electives and stuff in like, I took bio, I took chem, um, I took psychology, never really settling that I just, this is what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And I, I remember like in those acting classes, cause I'd never formally learned, I was still like very like nervous, but free. But then in the middle mm-hmm. of college when I decided like, no, let's, let's go for this. It suddenly yeah. became so serious. And I think that's about where that shift happened. Because all of yeah. a sudden it wasn't just fun and games anymore. It was like something I was spending money yeah. to get a degree on. Something that like I had to be good at. Otherwise, like other people would have been right that I shouldn't have done this. Or mm-hmm. I would like not be able to fulfill some of my like other bigger lifetime goals, like, you know, being able to like support my family. As yeah. I grew up, as they got older, and that got really scary, and I think that really put me in my head. Yeah, well, it's a lot of pressure to put on yourself, and I know, like you and I, because I, uh, I remember when you, I think you were texting me or calling me. It was because it was before I had transferred, and you and I were then going to college together. But um, I remember you and I having that conversation of. Is the like, do I stick on the path of going into science and like becoming a neuro neurosurgeon, I think is what you were looking at, or do I really give this acting wow, uh, there's a motorcycle in the background um or do mm-hmm. I really give acting a shot and there I think at that time when we were talking through it, it was like there was this weight of that or this pressure of what thing is going to allow me to take care of the people around me and you know what thing is going to be a more solid future um because acting is so unpredictable and so uh such like a wild beast um as is any art and i guess Like, even though, you know, we had this conversation, I know you were talking to other people, what ultimately, or was there a moment where you were like, you know what, no, I've, I've got to move towards theater, I need to essentially head versus heart, right? Like, which thing, what thing like, pushed you to, to following your heart? I can actually, I can, I can actually pinpoint a couple of moments. 
and sorry if I sound a little like I feel like my breathing's all over the place. I haven't talked or thought about this in a little bit, and so I'm definitely getting a little bit emotional. So <laughs> forgive peony. me if I either slow down too much or Therapy. if I rant too much. Yeah. No, it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Um, Happy Sunday. Coming at you. It was, yeah. I remember because uh, even throughout all my like indecision, I would always take theater classes i would always mm-hmm. take acting classes because i was like yeah okay i'm like trying out these other things and maybe they'll become like my major major but maybe i can do theater as a minor mm-hmm. but they were always the constant i was always like these are my acting classes and these are the other things i'm gonna you you know do or learn around them to like have a stable job or whatever yeah so it was a little bit of that going like looking back at you know two and a half three years and being like oh i've been pursuing this the whole time yeah um and i used to work in the theater department as a lighting and as a like uh set person because our, our school had like really great work study program yeah that really put us in the middle of all of it and i used to work the graduations and i think it was on probably that second year i was working one of the graduations and just seeing everybody up on our main stage our like main theatrical stage all these people graduating and being able to like move on from this experience and pursue art as their life as their passion and just just the feeling of being there that energy like I realized like I it's so dumb kind of but I was like no I want to graduate here I want to be here I want to be in this I want to be with these people in this energy on this stage like this feels like home and that was always the thing. Like, theater always felt like home to me. And everything else just felt like like work. Yeah. But, like, and, like, work is great. Like, I love so many things outside of acting and theater, but, like, that just felt like home. And then on top of that, I remember it was probably around the same time that we were watching. I was at home with my family because I was, I live, my parents live about an hour, 15, hour and a half away from me. And so I would see them a lot. I would go on, I would travel on weekends a lot. The first year and a half of going to school, I would commute because we're very close and I wasn't quite ready to leave home fully yet. But I remember we were watching some awards show and my dad turned to me at one point, like one of the actors, you know, one best actor, something walking up there, giving that speech. And he was just like, I can see you. I can, like, I can see you doing that one day. Oh. Yeah. And it, like, it just affected me. And it was just, like, such a simple thing. And they've always believed in me. They've always been super supportive. But it was the first time he was just, like, if that's what you want to do, like, there's nothing stopping you. And I see it. Yeah. Ugh. Good Lord. (laughs) hope you all came here to have your hearts like broken today because that's what we're doing um <laughs> is yeah. that i don't know if i've ever heard that story uh, or if i have i yeah i wish i had more details i don't remember no. the actor i don't remember the awards show but i just well, remember that moment yeah i mean that's not the, the part that matters right like yeah. the part i think like getting that um acceptance and that validation especially because again not to get too personal it, also, Jose, you tell me if we're getting too, if we're like touching too many nerves. Um, but I know for you, a big part of like looking into, oh, 
as you were saying, like looking into doing neuroscience or going into medicine was so that way you could, you know, in the future be able to take care of your family. And so it to have the fam I think to have the people that you're like, I'm I'm willing to make these sacrifices in my life for you to then have them go, no, 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 you don't have to like go do this yeah. thing. Like to have that sign off, especially as an artist, is such a huge it's it's huge it's monumental so i i don't know i i don't know where i'm going with this uh no no you're totally right like that's the thing it's not just i because like i said i was born in guatemala very small town in guatemala um we moved to the u.s when i was three and my dad and my mom have been working their butts off ever since um i think at the height of my dad's like career in the job he was at for like 12 plus years i can't mm. remember how long he was there he was working he was a machinist at basically like an an airplane an aircraft like parts factory mm. and he worked there for so long at the height of his career the most he ever made was like 12 dollars an hour wow after all that time and then they laid him go let him go there were some kind of layoffs i can't remember it was like yeah. budgets or I, I i don't know yeah. But um, since then, my dad hasn't stopped working, but it's a lot more like odd jobs, um, contractor work. Mm -hmm. And my dad just turned 70. And he's mm -hmm. still doing that three, four, five times a week sometimes. And my dad loves to work. Yeah. Like my, la my dad loves to work way more than I do. I don't know <laughs> how he birthed such a lazy son, but I... <laughs> Like, I remember one time talking to him, and he was just like, it was just, again, out of the blue moment, he was just like, man, I wish I was younger, just so I could. And I was like, yeah, Dad, what would you do? What would you do if you were younger? He's like, just so I could, like, work more. And I was like, that, okay. <laughs> uh, okay, you just want to work more. You're like, I am about to take my afternoon nap, but, yeah. um, okay, my sure. My second one. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's that's the push, like... To be frank, like, we, at least by American standards, grew up in, I don't even think we ever touched quite middle class. Mm -hmm. Like, the bottom floor of the middle class. Um, and so, just, when my parents work, they work hard. Yeah. And often for way less than what they're worth for their time and for their abilities. And especially, like, I'm definitely feeling it more and more every year. But I just, like, would love to get to the point where it's like, hey, you guys don't have to work this hard anymore. Yeah. And so that was, even back then, the push, because they had done so much for me. And I know how hard they work to this day. And so I just want to be able to give them just a little bit of peace. Yeah. Which they don't need me for. But that's just, <laughs> like, the goal. Because I know yeah. even if I, like, could take care of them fully they'd be like well what am i gonna do because <laughs> my dad's that kind of person like you yeah. give him a day off and he's like working around the house because like i can't be on the couch all day i'm like i can <laughs> what do you mean you can are you sure have you tried yeah. it though it's great hold on yeah so one of our acting teachers it, uh always talks about like in, in specifically in scenes like make it about the other person right and do you ever find yourself as an actor, you know, if you're like, ugh, I don't know if I want to do this or if you're having a, a rough day, do you ever find yourself being like, no, it's it's bigger than me. Like, make it about 
maybe it's your family maybe it's um maybe it's not your family maybe it's just like the story that you're working on you know that it's important to tell so you're like no just make it about that make it about the bigger thing does that is that ever something that you um struggle with or helps you push push you forward or anything like that yeah it's a little of both because um yeah definitely like making art and with acting your words and your actions bigger than you is so important because what I, I used to struggle with a lot more and, you know, still do, of course, is is that moment where you're in the scene. You're just like, I just want to get this right. Mm-hmm. I want to do this right, which is about you. It's about you, the actor, trying to be good for your own ego, for your own self-respect. I don't know. Yeah. Um, And so the moment you can make the story bigger than you is is that moment of freedom. And I think for me... That's where, like, it might have hurt a little bit, mm-hmm. where I put so much pressure on myself to to succeed at such a level so quickly that it got in my way because all I was thinking about was, like, if I don't do this well, then these things won't happen. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm not upset that I went through that because I think that informs me as a person as and as an actor. And so, like, even if in those moments that didn't work out, going forward i can be like okay i understand this mm-hmm. from a very deep level i understand that need that hustle that 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 passion that drive and and just the self reflection does inform my work going forward yeah um yeah talking about the hustle um after after college and since then you've also because you worked in like as an electrician and as a carpenter um you've had this additional skill set of tech technical theater and you've used that you know working at hollywood horror nights and and all that you and i've told you this before but like i know you're like i'm so lazy i love naps but i'm like no no no, you hustle really hard (laughs) like um, you know, a few years ago, you were like working Hollywood Horror Nights and you were working on a play for A Noise Within, like, and you were auditioning and like filming commercials and all of this. Yeah. And I think for such a long time, it's been go, go, go. And I'm making it topical and we're getting towards like pandemic. But with everything that's going on and with everything coming to an absolute halt, um, what has that been like for you? over over the course of this past like year year and a half it's i'm sure like for everyone such a mixed bag because on the one hand yeah i i admit i was working a lot by the time like right at the end of the pandemic i was working for once one job which was nice but working (laughs) 10 hours a day six days a week and i had been doing that for three or four months um and that was just kind of like it was it was great because I got to work with some incredible people. And it was theater adjacent because I was working a lighting job. Yeah. Um, and it was honestly the, the most money I've been able to make working. Um, so that was great. And I was extremely fortunate that that job basically ended immediately before the pandemic hit. And so I was financially like, okay, when it hit. And so in that sense, it has been a blessing that I've been able to stop working those day jobs. Yeah. Um, before that job, I had been working as a server 
at a Santa Monica restaurant for, I think, six and a half years. And I really didn't like it, and I really wasn't very good at it, but it paid the bills. <laughs> and it gave me the free freedom. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I didn't. I got 50% off food. Oh, never mind. <laughs> on a good day. Um, well. Yeah. Uh, but... Yeah, yeah, and it was a job that I'd wanted to leave for a long time, but because of the flexibility, because I had somewhat seniority, like, you do what you can when you're an artist and an actor in L.A. in order to, like, follow that passion. Mm-hmm. So you put in a lot of work, you put in a lot of work into into the things that let you survive, and then whatever energy you have left, you put towards the other thing. And so I was very happy to be able to just finally breathe a little bit mm-hmm. and focus a little bit more on the passions than the everyday work so again just extremely blessed and lucky to have been able to do that and i know that's not the case with everybody um i know actors who were about to work a really exciting job and unfortunately lost it because everything shut down or people who had those survival jobs and were doing okay and then they went away so i just want to like emphasize that i feel extremely privileged to have been able to be where i was but as an artist yeah it was hard because suddenly you're you're taken away from one of the like the highlights of the performing art and that's the community mm-hmm. like i lost like any real potential for a long time to like work with people one on you know with people in yeah. the same room you guys who are my like one of my biggest like personal and artistic inspirations like we literally haven't hung out in over a year yeah and that's been hard yeah and we live like two miles from each other. Yeah, it's like, yeah. hey, buddy, I'll drive by and drop off some cupcakes or something, <laughs> and we'll talk uh, from six feet away for a few minutes before we we go off and do our own things again. Yeah. But I've also been very lucky on the other side of that to like again have had that time for myself and just to explore a lot of the things that I didn't really have the time for before either. On top of when you're you know your life is so full of work. And also pushing towards acting. Like, there were just so many other little things that I was able to to play with. Uh, I'm, I naturally really love tinkering. And so I, like, got into some, like, mild electronics. Uh, I really like just building things. So I got into making blankets. I, I have know. one. Um, it's fantastic. It's so good. My cat's sleeping uh, on it right now. Um. Yeah. I fixed and broke some TVs. I <laughs> mounted things on my walls, even though I shouldn't have in my apartment building. I'm currently working out of a, a sound booth that I made in my closet uh, that I made like acoustic paneling for and put up a whole bunch of foam for. And I hope my landlord never needs to do an inspection um, <laughs> because they will have questions. Yeah, I'm like, what is this? <laughs> well, and, and also... You didn't just, like, fix and break TVs. You, like, found televisions on the side <laughs> of the road, and you're like, I can fix this. And you fixed some, which so impressive. <laughs> but Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, the thing is, we had – it all comes from the fact that I, again, am lazy, and what I would like to be doing <laughs> is sitting on my couch playing video games. And I think towards the beginning of quarantine, our living room TV died. And I was like, this cannot uh... stand. <laughs> that's where it started and you were like i have put too much work i have put too many hours into (laughs) trying to do nothing and i will not be stopped (laughs) 
I didn't realize it started with your personal television. You were like, wait, yeah. no, yeah. I can do this. Uh, well, and you know, it, the past year has been fucking devastating. Um, and so not to make light of that in any way. Yeah. Um, I think my question for you as someone who has been so focused on acting, you know, this is the goal. This is where we're headed. This is what we're doing to having that kind of slow down and in a way and in a really tragic way, like having it like ripped out from underneath you. Like you said, you you've started tinkering again and you've sort of explored these different sides of yourself. What has that been like in terms of expanding out a little bit more and diving into these other interests outside of acting and theater and, and, you know, film? It's been, it's been really great. I love it. It's, it's just the thing about the culture that we live in, the hustle culture is that it's like, if you're not doing work, that is going to push you forward in your goals and your your career aspirations to make money. It feels like you're wasting your time. Mm-hmm. It feels like you're wasting your life. Um, and it's hard with social media because you constantly have the reminder of people that you know who have done more than you, mm-hmm. who have put in that extra work or are currently putting in that extra work despite everything around them and it's it's beautiful and and I am so inspired by that but I know that me as a person and because of I my personality my brain chemistry um any number of things like I can't do that without letting myself rest I am at my best when I let myself rest um and for me that's that's been the most therapeutic thing about being able to slow down yeah. Is that I can do these things that really have nothing to do with making money. That don't have anything to do with my career, but in a good way. Because I just find it's 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 like meditating. Yeah. I have this single goal and I do everything I can to accomplish it. As small as it is. Like whether it's just like, oh, I really want to, I don't know, hang this picture frame on the wall. I really want to hang... Uh, I don't know. I, I hung my guitars, which I never play and still don't know how to play on my walls during quarantine. And they look really nice. It makes people think that I'm a musician and I'm not. Um, okay. <laughs> but it's just like, it's just, it's so great to like dive into something where it's, mm-hmm. I love art, but in some ways, especially acting can feel very intangible. You put so much work into a performance into even even like even something like acting for film like you put all this work into something that eventually goes away especially with mm-hmm. auditions that's the fun the fun the fun thing about acting is that like you're constantly interviewing you constantly put so much work and for me it's never really been the rejection that hurts the most it's just feeling like I'm wasting my time mm-hmm. like I put so much work into something for nothing to come out of it which is never really the case you're constantly like being seen you're constantly making relationships and you're constantly getting better because you're you're putting that energy into it and i like intellectually understand that but i think my heart suffers a little bit sometimes yeah and so it's been really nice to have like very tangible physical things where it's like oh this thing is working because i fixed it this thing exists because i made it and even on like a a small level even like I really enjoyed making those blankets that I, I made for you. Like, 
it just it was so nice to be like wow this thing was literally just string a handful of hours ago and now it's this thing that can like keep my friend warm it's it's just really nice it's very cozy too (laughs) (laughs) big fan um as you were talking about you know you you put in all of this work and sometimes you don't see it it, or at least it feels like it doesn't come to fruition of any kind like you spent hours on a monologue for a single audition you didn't get the gig and it's like well i wasted all of that time on this thing um which to your point like that's not that's not what you're doing you are like the case yeah that work even if you don't book that gig like maybe you learned uh, another monologue that you you learn that monologue that you can take with you somewhere else or even just you discovered something new about yourself as you were working through that um and there's also i don't even know if this is leading to a question but that i guess that sort of perception of you were saying with social media you see these people who are always on set they're always yeah. doing something or it feels that way right again social media yeah. is super yeah. curated and yeah they might be on set but like what's it for like it could you know it, it's wild but you where am i going with this but that that idea of like <laughs> putting in all of this work and is it um does it pay off does it does it lead somewhere how do you well i guess sort of two questions i know we hear this all the time but like it never doesn't matter how much work you put into something, you will always feel like it's not enough, especially I think yeah. especially as an actor because the thing you're creating is intangible. Um one, how do you like how do you kind of step away from the work? How do you at what point do you go, you know what, this is enough. I am enough. Let me set this down and like move through my life. Um so there's that part, and then for you in particular, like how do you I guess how do you like not beat yourself up as an actor how do you how what ways are you finding uh how are you finding ways to be gentle with yourself um if if you are (laughs) yeah yeah uh I have gotten better at it I think it takes if if you're like me who is always like striving for perfection and the best you can do and is like hyper aware of the moments where you feel like that wasn't the case Mm -hmm. like it takes it just takes time and constantly doing it to be like no i'm 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 good i'm good at this sometimes it's as little as like hey i'm not bad (laughs) and that'll get you through the day yeah um because we've all seen bad and and it's like I, i'm not i'm not that not to like you know shit on anybody but like i know that i put in the work and energy to to get to this point and and it's been worth it um but i think kind of goes back to and again it's the, the the privilege of being able to have the time and energy to do these other things these other things that you like is that that has also really helped me to let go a little bit I feel like Mm -hmm. I've gotten a lot better in quarantine at just as much work as I've put into like an audition and I don't hear back. I'm like, all right, I did it and I did it well. Yeah. And that's enough. Like, that's okay. And hell, I I get some stuff now and I'm just like, I don't care about this. I'm just going to just do this and then I'm going (laughs) to have coffee and not care. Um, (laughs) I'm going to go watch my anime show now. Um, (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of acting, honestly, is getting yourself to the point where you're like, you do it, you do it to the best of your ability, and you let go. Mm-hmm. And if you have these other things that you love, you can let go easier. Because your life shouldn't yeah. be defined by this one thing. I think for anything, no matter what it is that you do, like, you shouldn't be... Your, like, emotional state, your worth as a human should not be defined by any one thing. You are more than that. You are an amalgamation of everything that you love and everything that you're passionate about. Oh. And that's... Yeah. Jose, that's you know? beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm, like, getting, like, misty-eyed over here. Oh, my God. Yeah. It's that... No, it's just what I've, you know, you, I, I've taught myself. Like, yeah. if I just want to, like, veg out on the couch and watch, you know... just three hours of Yu-Gi-Oh with my brother who is my roommate then that's fine that's fine that like and if you want to like you know sprinkle in a bit of work for me it's like oh it's like voice acting and I'm watching this and like character structure and I know Yu-Gi's gonna win but I still like I still feel the tension why is that so like there's you can find ways to like feel productive in the things you love too but it's also just like hey I'm a human being I am going through this human experience and I'm allowed to just like enjoy the moment in whatever way I find that I am enjoying it. Yeah. Like I'm allowed to love the things I love and not have to try to like make money off of it, you know? Yeah. Well, it's that, again, you know, I've talked to a lot about this um, outside of the podcast, uh, obviously, because this is the first time you're on the podcast anyway, but um, <laughs> this like idea of, having to monetize the thing that you love and that your if your your value is held in how productive you are whatever mm. in quotes productive means um and it sounds like you know for you it's become more about like just finding ways to enjoy those things and if it leads to something great but that's not the that's not ultimately not the end goal Right. Like finding that balance of work and then also just enjoying and valuing your time in your life. Yeah. Yeah. And again, I keep saying this, but I just want to like drive it home that some of that definitely comes from the privilege of like financial stability in the moment. Yeah. Um, And not everybody has that. Uh, And so, again, I'm very lucky that in this moment I have a little bit of that. But even when I was working as much as I was and and struggling to pay you know rent month to month like and I didn't appreciate it in the moment but I think the allowing myself a little bit more of that always helped mm-hmm. it always helped me to just like allow myself that those moments of peace because they just made me better when those other when the opportunities came to do the things that I wanted to do because like one like our acting teacher always stressed is like the your best work as an actor and as an artist and I'm sure as a person too comes out of relaxation yeah comes it doesn't come from from tension from pushing yourself to the point of pain like it comes from confidence and relaxation and trusting the people around you too yeah well it's also you know when you push yourself so hard um like you were saying earlier it if you're pushing yourself to this breaking point it it's not it's no longer about the story that you're trying to tell it's now about you in some way um yeah. and i've i've 
think we've talked about this and I don't know if this is your experience. I've found personally, like when I go into an audition and I don't give a shit about it and I just am like, fuck it. Like, let's just have fun. I generally wind up booking it. And if I go in and I'm like, I need this so desperately and I want it so badly, I'm lucky if I even get a call back. Like it, and I do think a lot of that has to do with that tension, getting in your head, um, getting in your own way, bringing in an energy that maybe is a little too, uh, it's just not grounded. And, and so, you know, it, it goes all over the place. Um, so I, I don't know, we like, thinking about being more relaxed and and not giving a shit being more free when you're in that moment because then it is what you're doing is about the art it's about the story that Mm -hmm. you're trying to tell yeah as an actor that's probably like your greatest strength is allowing yourself that relaxation and that ability just to play because that's what it's about it's about playing at a heightened level yeah but about like just playing and taking those risks and and just allowing yourself to just be fully seen as a as a person and as you and not as something you're trying to push an image mm-hmm. of, I guess. Yeah, I, I did an audition. I, I had I was lucky enough to do three auditions last week. Um, two of them were self tapes for uh, I think like a, a TV show and some and a film. And then I at the last minute remember that there was a theater audition that I wanted to do, but didn't know if I was going to have time for because I was doing a lot. Like last week was like my busiest week in a long time, mm-hmm. which was very nice. But like I had to get off the couch. <laughs> <laughs> um, and in the middle of doing these other auditions, I was like, I'm not even going to change. Like my clothes are fine. Let me I don't I don't even know if I'm going to let me just record these two monologues. And if they're any good, I'll send them off. If not, then I, I won't. Um, And then. I did and kind of forgot about them and I sent in the other two auditions and literally like the night of the last I honestly I think I had more time because I didn't read the instructions correctly and I probably had an extra week to do it but I was like I already filmed this so this is what's gonna happen but I watched them and I was like oh these aren't these aren't bad like I put no stress into them I was literally like trying to remember them in the moment which kind you could kind of see and it like as an actor you're like oh look at me thinking okay (laughs) look at me trying to find my words it's and, almost like the character is trying to find his words. They yeah. won't know. <laughs> yeah, like But they the, were like, they were pretty solid. And yeah. I was like, I'm, I don't know. I'm going to send these. And I have no clue if they're any good. I don't know if they're going to like them. I don't know if I'm going to get a callback. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm going to be able to go to the callback because I'll probably have a broken face because of my surgery. Um, but. <laughs> Just skipping over like, that. <laughs> we'll get to that. I, I'm getting uh, my, I have a deviated septum and I'm getting that fixed in a couple days. And it's, it's a whole thing. But. <laughs> I was like, this like this is me just like playing. This is me just trying this and not caring if it's mm-hmm. perfect. Because in the moment, I didn't have time to care if it was perfect. Um, and it still came out really good. And then I'm still waiting to hear back. But I was like, hey, if I if I get any response for this, like it'll be the least amount of work put into an audition to get good feedback if this happens. And it'll just be a lesson to me that like, hey, maybe chill out. Yeah. Maybe let yourself do this a little bit more yeah and again that's not to say that you didn't put because those were monologues you'd already put a bunch of work into i've used before i yeah yeah so it's not like the work wasn't there i definitely did put it in yeah and i feel like a lot of times with art in general and i think any career really but uh specifically with acting like you put the work in 
you put a ton of work in up front and then further down the line it kind of comes to fruition so it's um this weird game that you play with yourself of like having to remember like okay this will pay off at some point it might not be for a couple of years but we'll see where it goes (laughs) who knows and again, if nothing comes of it, like, I had a good time in those five minutes, like, playing these characters mm-hmm. and not putting any pressure on myself to make them perfect. I had yeah. a good time. That's okay. Yeah. You know, sometimes at the end of the day, that's all that matters is, like, if you're... I, I know... Okay. So, we've been out of college now for some time. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll try not to age us too much. Um, <laughs> and... I have a question for you. Um, what has mm-hmm. it been like watching? Because we've had a lot of friends who don't act anymore. They've maybe switched yeah. careers and things. And a, and a lot of it, I've had a few people that I've talked to and I've, you know, kind of pulled at them a little bit of like, hey, why? Why? Um, and sometimes they're just like, it just stopped being fun. Yeah. And that, have you ever, have you run into that at any moment where you're like, this isn't fun anymore, or maybe a project or a monologue or something, not necessarily acting as a whole, or maybe mm. even acting as a whole, like, what's your relationship been like with acting since you've fully decided, like, this is the thing? Um, yeah, I've definitely run into that. Sometimes with projects, um, unfortunately, sometimes... You just don't really vibe with a project and you're yeah. kind of stuck with it until it's done. And you still try to put in, I, I, I don't ever like to let myself like uh, not put in work because other people do care about it mm-hmm. and I want to support them. But there are definitely moments where you're just like this, that's that's when you kind of do have to turn on that, that, that put on that job hat. Like this is a job, whether I'm getting paid or not, this is a job mm-hmm. and I have... And I have to do it to the best of my ability because it's not always about the just you. It's never just about you, and it's never just about that moment. Because I've always, I've had things come out of those projects in ways I didn't expect. I've jumped into things going, I don't really want to do this, but then I meet amazing people or do some or have some just some really great moments, or it leads to something else. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I definitely hit that. Like, I, it's not. I I both envy and kind kind of sometimes don't understand um and it might be the social media face but just people i envy them really that are just like uh this you know i am i am an actor and i'm an actor and i love this and all its facets and i I will get up at four in the morning to to exercise and keep myself fit and perfect and if i have five auditions in a day i like this is the life and i thrive off of this it's like that's amazing like i wish i was like you i wish i was like you but i get like an audition and i'm just like ah goes there goes my entire week ah and which i feel like i always feel really shitty saying because i'm so lucky to have gotten that audition the opportunities that i get and and other people not everybody does and so i'm very thankful but um but it is sometimes a job and that's yeah. okay. Uh, in general, sometimes also, like, I, that's the thing. I Again, I've been able to mellow out a little bit more, and I think I've started to find the fun again, mm-hmm. which is really exciting. Um, but for a while, and I think it was just, like, the constant juggling of all these other, other jobs and stresses um, and putting so much on myself um, and, and money uh, that, like, I was like, I, I'm just, like... 
it was more of that. I, I joke about it now, but definitely there were times where I was just like, oh, I have to, I have to do this audition. Where am I going to fit it? I work from, you know, like 10 in the morning until eight and then I have to yeah. get home and I'll be tired and I have to change. It's never just like popping on a camera and like doing the thing. It's like, okay, I got to learn the lines, find the right outfit, shower. Is my hair going to be okay? Is the lighting okay? Like, and then I have to finish it and edit it and send it up. Like it's, it's a lot. Yeah. Um, and that's great. And it was just like so hard. And every time, because I think in part, because I know how much I put into the things I do and because mm-hmm. I know I'm going to do the work. Either I'm going to do the work and it's going to exhaust me more or I'm going to do the work and not care and then I'm going to feel guilty about it. But the point is, like, every time I got something, it was just another layer, another amount of stress on me. Um, But the the thing I realized about myself is, is, like, I, you know, your brain always will, will, will entertain thoughts. Like, what if, what if I wasn't an actor? What if I did pursue something else what Mm -hmm. if what if i there are so many other things i could do that i'm good at and honestly in moments i'm happier doing but the thought always like came and went in an instant like Mm -hmm. it never stuck because then i would sit down and be like ha okay i'm gonna watch tv and i'm watching anything and my brain instantly goes oh i love what that person did there okay i'm gonna okay yeah that's awesome cool i'm Uh gonna file that away and just like you just get enthralled by the art again in other ways when you let yourself enjoy it and I'm always back in that actor mindset I just can't turn it off yeah and so it's like whether I like to or not like this this is a part of who I am and in the moments when I do really well it's like no other feeling yeah. I like I, I love it when I'm in it and I'm really enjoying it. like I love it more than anything I've ever done before and I can't ignore that and so yeah. it's just something that I keep falling back into. Yeah, I just can't escape it. Yeah. Well, not um I I talked about it with Julia on an earlier episode that told her the story about um when Casper and I were doing a scene together and you know, he was working a full-time job like 9 to 5. Mm-hmm. And while we were rehearsing, he had to take a phone call for work. And he just asked me, he's like, do you ever wish that, and this is, this is a question to you too. Um, but mm. like, do you ever wish that you could just be happy with an eight to five or a nine to five or yeah. whatever? Like, do you ever wish that that was enough? And I think you touch on it a little bit, but um, actually I think you touch on it a lot. <laughs> but do you ever wish that like, sometimes you're like, man, I wish I could just do that thing instead oh yeah 100 percent. that's the thing like these these friends of ours who have who have gone on to do other things mm-hmm. like there's a there's a little bit of sadness but honestly most of the time i'm just really happy for them it's like hey you found something else that you love and you get you get to do more than this that's incredible mm-hmm. that's amazing like if i had that for me and i could find it and i could pursue it like that would be incredible like I I honestly envy these people, like anybody who can, who just, you know, can start a family, settle down, live in a nice neighborhood and just like enjoy the day to day. Um, I recently started working with uh, a fitness coach and he just moved to Arizona where he's Mm -hmm. settling into a tiny home on a piece of land with his girlfriend and three dogs and they're going to do like a sustainable living thing. And I'm just like, that is so fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Like, how nice does that sound to just, like, get up and go and live somewhere secluded and just, like, enjoy the day-to-day, enjoy life, enjoy a small town? I love that. Yeah, but then 
This is just like every, my brain just I could do that for a, a week. Yeah. And then I'd be right back here. Yeah, but then you see Oscar Isaac in his latest film oh and you're my just like God. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> That's the reaction I want. <laughs> do, do you want to talk about your thoughts and feelings on oh. Oscar Isaac? <laughs> I don't know if we'll have enough time to process all of them, but uh. <laughs> I don't I don't think I can articulately explain them. It's just going to be a lot of like guttural noises. <laughs> He does inspire that in people. Feelings. Yeah. I am <laughs> um, an unfortunate uh, hetero uh, cis man, but Oscar Isaac. <laughs> There's always one. If you are listening. <laughs> if he, well if done, sir. If you're listening, can you please rate and subscribe and tell all of your followers? <laughs> Thank you. Um, uh, yeah, but I do, I do actually want to kind of talk about. I do want to talk about Oscar Isaac specifically yeah. for you and your relationship with acting because we've like we've talked a lot about how cool it is. Okay, I'm going to tell one of my favorite Jose stories. Oh, no. It was I think it was when we went and saw The Force Awakens. Um and like your eyes and your like whole light like sparkled and turned on because it was it was like one of the first times you got to see and I remember you turning to me and you're like, it's so cool to see somebody who looks like me, who comes from where I come from doing that, like getting to be in Star Wars. And I was just like, oh, pumpkin, like it. So I think what I'm getting to is like, what is it? I don't know. What's it been like for you, like getting to watch Oscar Isaac's career sort of flourish and, and finally getting the like recognition that he's deserved for so long? It's. It's been a ride. It's been great. Um, yeah, yeah. It's such a, it's a cool, and exhausting and infuriating time to be alive. Um, yeah. for the arts, but it is very. It's very inspiring and very, very like it. It fills my soul that I can see Oscar Isaac and and and, and Lin Manuel Miranda just thrive. These two for me juggernauts of of the arts that i love um able to succeed in in this market in a way that like i personally just hadn't really seen before mm-hmm. um yeah it's it's inspiring on a personal level where it's just like oh i i could maybe one day do that um and i'm so excited for just the our generation and the people from my generation and and the next one who get to see that too we're seeing a lot more um brown and black and faces on the screen um and watching them succeed in in ways that we just hadn't before (laughs) i don't even know how how to how to articulate it um like i meant it it's mostly just it's a feeling (laughs) it's 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 literally that where you're just like seeing these people and and it just like fills it like that's the thing it's like growing up i admit i was i was personally like as an actor and as an artist it's like i would just see anybody and i'd be like oh these are great actors and i because Mm -hmm. probably i didn't have the representation the the influences from or at least they weren't my focus i didn't know what it felt like to see someone who looked like you succeed in the same way so for a long time like that it kind of didn't matter to me but then when it it was presented to me it just like opened it it just filled me in a way like i i i I don't know how to articulate i don't i don't i really don't it's just it just made me that much more excited to be a part of it yeah i just like want to be right there 
doing what they're doing at the level that they're doing and inspiring people in the same way. And it's kind of like the, the, the same idea of like making the, the, the story uh, bigger than you. It's like I see this, 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 this tapestry of artistry, like uh, all these people getting to join in on this. And I'm like, I want to be a part of that. Well, you are, just so you know. <laughs> Thanks. And, yeah. And in terms of storytelling and, like, being a storyteller, like, for you, what is, what's been that reason? What's been that thing that kind of, like, pulls you, pulls you forward into storytelling? I, I think it's... As someone who like spends way too much time in their head, I I think it just comes down to that the same thing. It's just like the the feeling of it. You watch something that inspires you, or makes you laugh, or just distracts you, but you don't feel alone. And I think that's always been the thing about acting and theater is, as an artist in it, you have this very supportive community, these people that you can look up to and also rely on. Um, but even as of as a viewer, as a consumer of of art and media, just the reflection of humanity mm-hmm. as kind of like high and and intangible as that that sounds like <laughs> that's always just been the draw for me. It's just yeah. like i I've seen things that have broken my heart, and you just you know you and yet you're like, I love that I, I experienced that. I love that I saw that. Um, yeah, for me, acting and and art has always just been about about humanity and showing each other that we understand we there's something you can relate to you you have options you are supported you're loved like all those things are what i care about the most Mm -hmm. is just being able to communicate that yeah yeah oh thanks friend (laughs) <laughs> I, feel I like, hope this is good i don't know this I feel is like good I it's just, great okay. i was but I, I was like oh my god this is so deep <laughs> so, I, are you okay it's one of the, it, yeah yeah we get into these subjects and it's like i have no words for anything that you're asking i'm just gonna send i'm to keep saying feeling words and hope there and i don't know <laughs> i'm just gonna describe my emotions and I'm, see what sticks yeah that thing that i've always been really good at uh, you you are very good at it i was like there's been like at least six quotes where i'm like damn i need to write <laughs> that down later <laughs> so i appreciate it um so okay i feel like we've been we've been going on some heavy stuff um so question for you what yeah. has been maybe the most embarrassing or maybe the like goofiest thing that you've as an actor have experienced in this journey and like I don't know, at what moment in particular or moments kind of stick out where you're just like, this is, this is a job? Like, you know, that, that moment where you're like, okay, cool. Oh, man. Okay, I have, I have good ones <laughs> and I have less good ones. Uh. Whatever ones you want to share, I'm all ears. <laughs> Um, the best moments are the ones where it's just like, oh, you want me to come in to a sound studio and say one line and you want to pay me money. That's amazing. You want me to say, hmm, huele rico. And I'm just like, all right, pay me. Oh, Send my, me my check. <laughs> and that's, yeah, yeah, like five minutes in and you get paid for like a day and it's like, you know, $600. I don't know, whatever. And that's, that's, those are the best parts. And it's just like, how is this legal? <laughs> Will they come for me? Um, but I think for me, the, the, <laughs> 
I hope they never listen to this. But one... <laughs> we'll bleep them out. A few years ago, I did... I think I... Was I playing? Was it... I was playing Ted Cruz <laughs> in uh, Trump, the hip-hop musical, um, at Politicon. Okay. The, like, politics convention in... I forget where it was. I was doing it with friends, mm-hmm. for friends... And it was just like, I'm sorry, guy. This is just, it was it was not good. It was not good. Uh, <laughs> the guy who wrote it was not a theater person. Uh-huh. Um, this was like probably at the height of Hamilton hype. And he was much more into quote unquote real hip hop and how Hamilton is not real hip hop. And I have no opinions on that. I am not any kind of <laughs> source on any kind of hip hop. Um, I'm lame as fuck. But... I just remember reading it and rehearsing it. And I'm just like, what? This just rhymes. I, what, this rhythm? I don't understand. It was just bad. It was bad. And we did it and it was over. And I was like, why did I do that? I'm glad I did because talk about like <laughs> having to just commit no matter the circumstances. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't quite put into words. I... Uh, I it was rough. very vaguely remember that and like just randomly getting texts of like this line, this line that was created. Well, I'm supposed to say this. I'm supposed to say this and mean it. I was like, mm-hmm. do your best. <laughs> <laughs> we all did. <laughs> and now look where you are. You're in your closet. That is I'm now a sound booth. My sound booth closet <laughs> next to my pants, <laughs> right where I want to be. Ain't nowhere but up, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, Well, is there there anything, any, like, words of wisdom or anything that you want to share with the listeners? Um, Let yourself love what you love. Let yourself love the way you want to love. Never be ashamed of the things that make you happy. You deserve them and you're allowed to. And don't let ever let anybody take those things away. So beautiful. <laughs> uh, that's another quote. That's quote like number I, seven. <laughs> I was inspired by my pants. <laughs> I, I was wondering. So he was like looking up and I can't see what he's looking up at. <laughs> it's my pants. I just really like that pair of pants. They're really, com- you know, it's hard to find like the perfect pair of jeans, you know? Yeah, I do. You know, know. that. Yeah. Yeah, like my favorite are the kind that have like at least a little bit of spandex in them because that way they always feel comfortable. Even if you like gained a little weight, lost a little weight, they just like they're snug, they're comfy. Like I can nap in jeans. I love jeans. <laughs> and you Honestly, love naps. <laughs> if you love naps and jeans, hit me up. We can talk. <laughs> Jose knows the right kind of jeans. Oh, my God. You're a ridiculous person, and I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. Um, Well, thank you so much, Jose, for being on the show. Um, Is there anything else you want to throw out there? Uh, Just how much I love and appreciate you as a human being, as an artist, as as all the other things that you are. you inspire me every single day by how hard you work and how much you care. 
And I miss you so much. <laughs> we're literally like five minutes away. I know. And we need to hang out soon. Please, I mean, we're both fully vaccinated now. Like I know, what? I know. But I'll have a broken face soon, so I'll have to push it, <laughs> push it I back even more. I can come over and put an ice pack on your broken face <laughs> or point and laugh at you. Your choice. You can have whichever one you want. <laughs> Honestly, please both because it will feel weird if there's one without the other. <laughs> If there's only kindness and no sass. Yeah. yeah. Is, is, I feel like I've been talking a lot, and I know that's the point, but yes. is, is there anything you wanted to say? Anything you wanted to add? Or just like, I don't want to make your podcast longer. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> no, no, I don't no, want to take fun. control here. But it's just like, I know that like you as an actor, I don't know, I don't know if you've talked about this on, on your podcast mm. before, but just like your experience is also unique and interesting. And I don't know if you wanted to add to anything that we've talked about with with that are you interviewing me now um yeah i've yeah. taken over your podcast <laughs> I'll take it back this is exactly what i'm doing <laughs> um well i think one of the reasons why i was like i want to have jose on is because you and i have been doing this for so long and like grew up together and i do think in a lot of ways our backgrounds overlap a bit and we've had each other's back for so long like we went to high school together and then i eventually transferred to usc where we both went to theater school together and you like helped me get jobs there when i was like i don't know what i'm doing um <laughs> we were roommates almost murdered each other it's fine now yeah. we're best friends um so i think that was part of the reason why i wanted to have you on the show um it is because like there's so much that we relate about and i know that there are others out there um but i think for me it's just like sort of what you were saying too of like it, it there are other parts of you that you can fulfill and tap into um and i think something that has been really comforting to me as of late is like even if you're not so like right now I'm working like a nine to five in healthcare, which is like, nah, I never thought like thought I would ever be in that situation. But um, something I think is really important to remember is even if you're not creating actively right now or you're working on stuff, but you're not like posting about it on social media or you're not like talking about it, like you're still an actor, you're still an artist, you're still a creative, like nobody gets to take that away from you nobody gets to redefine you in any kind of way um and it oh, yeah. is it's like your your journey is going to look so much different for a lot of like it's not going to be the same there's no blueprint mm -hmm. on how to be an actor there's no like it just like with life but there's no rule book of like and then you do this and then you do this and then this like people have sort of tried to build that of move to LA, get an agent, get a manager, start auditioning, like, yeah. cool. But that's not the reality for so many people. And that like, just because you're not following that doesn't mean that you aren't that thing and that you'll never have that. Um, just life sort of takes you in these weird paths. Uh, yeah. I think that's something to, to remember and, you know, be gentle with yourself. Like it's been a really hard year um, for everybody. Yeah. And, if you are someone who's a creative um, or not, like if you were, I think, especially with the pandemic, like for me. Um, so I was actually uh, in February of last year, I initially put in my notice to leave my old job 
Um, that was also in healthcare because my, I was like, I'm going to quit. I'm going to go audition. I'm going to get into acting. I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to figure it out. And then the pandemic hit and I was like, okay. Um, and I know a lot of people who were in situations like that, like they had all of these plans and it got ripped away from us. And I think for me, just like, remember, it's okay if you grieve that because it's a pretty big loss. Like so many people, not not only have they lost loved ones and friends and people who are part of the community, but you also lost like an entire year of your life in some ways. And yeah. in some ways not, maybe you filled it in with other things or you found like you were saying, like you got to rediscover other parts of you, but whatever things you had planned for the past year, year and a half, like that's a huge loss. Um, yeah. On and, top of all the trauma of like, yeah. On top- of other kinds of loss. Right. And- yeah, on top Fear of everything of else. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, like give yourself room to grieve for that. Yeah. And I, I say that all the time. And I, I've had my moments where I've like broken down in the shower. I'm like, I was supposed to be doing theater, you know, or yeah. yeah I, I think for me, it's been a big reminder that just because you step away from it or put the brakes on or whatever it may be it doesn't mean that that thing leaves you and it doesn't mean that you've forgotten how to do it and it doesn't mean that you're not an actor or you're not a musician or you're not you know whatever fill in the blank like you get to decide if you are those things like other people don't um yeah there's no real timeline there's no and that's one of the things you were you mentioned um that it's never too late to start. It's never too late to succeed. Mm-hmm. Um, no matter where you are on your journey, like it's you're you're fine. You have so much time. Yeah. yeah. Um. I don't know. And I, I also okay. I'm also gonna like put you on blast a little bit. I'm all. I also really wanted. So I I was like, Jose, will you be on the podcast? And part <laughs> of that too is like, I think you're mushy friendship time um like you've been such an inspiration as well uh like i i getting to watch you on the stage at a noise within a couple of years ago when you were in the portrait of dorian gray like you okay everybody so this was a couple years ago and he was cast in a noise within's production which is one of my favorite theater companies he walked out on that stage and i got to sit there and be like i know him i know that guy that's my best friend um and it i just remember like telling you afterwards i was like i'm just you're doing this and you were you'd done all these podcasts and like you'd done all this just cool shit and i remember you being like oh it doesn't feel that way and i I think it's just a good reminder that like when you put in a lot of work, I I think you don't realize how hard you're working and how much you've done. So like take a step back and look at all of the things that you've done and, you know, acknowledge the impact that you've had. And, um, you're just, yeah, you're such an inspiration. I mean, you're so fucking talented. You guys, you guys, if you need somebody to be in your movie or in your project, Jose is available. I've I don't know his availability, but I'm saying he's available. So <laughs> Yeah, I I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Yeah, that means a lot. No. Oh, friendship. Friendship. <laughs> I'm not editing any of this out. Um <laughs> it all stays. <laughs> feelings. <laughs> I know I'm an actor, but like can we avoid feelings? 
Girl, you, you look who you're talking to. I, <laughs> my feelings. Are How dare you make me feel my own feelings? Buried real deep, but I will occasionally, <laughs> occasionally be like, there they are. Uh, <laughs> well, thank you so much for being here. I love you. Thanks for being you. my best friend. Uh, yeah, anytime. Anytime. <laughs> Hell yeah. Um, Hell yeah. Uh, forever. <laughs> Yay. Um, well, before we wrap up, uh, are there any? Is there anything you want to promote? If people are interested in following you or seeing any of your work, is there anything that they can? Any place that they can find you at? Um. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember your Instagram No, handle? that's the problem. <laughs> that's always the problem. People ask me this and they're like, yeah, are you on Instagram? And I'm like, yeah, I am at, which one was it? Uh, who <laughs> just, uh, I I legitimately couldn't tell you. It might be j.angel.donato on Instagram. It may be jdonato on Instagram. It may Boy. be j.don'tnotknow on Instagram. Um, <laughs> look up Jose Donato on Instagram. One of them might be me. We will tag him. Um, okay that's better in, yeah when we uh <laughs> when i'm we bad at social media <laughs> post all of this we'll tag him you can follow him um i believe i'm trying to look it up right now uh it'll just be dorky pictures of me embarrassing myself and some nice pictures of me and my girlfriend yeah but it well yeah, I don't know what your handle is on, <laughs> on Instagram, uh, but we'll be sure to tag Do it you. And post. Um, yeah, he like never, never really posts anything, but mm. you know, he'll, he'll tell I just me like sometimes. Living in the moment, man. You know. <sighs> Fine. Uh, well, the or, next time you're, you have a project, I'll be sure to let the people know, um, and yeah. we'll tag you. So if they want to follow you, they can. All right. Well, thank you so much, Jose. Absolutely. This was this was really nice. Yay. I love talking to you any chance I get. It ends. Interview. Oh, no, we don't clap <laughs> anymore because we're still going. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> I love you. <laughs> well, I hope you guys enjoyed that interview. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I oh my god, we're such dweebs. <laughs> Did you guys talk about? Uh, so full yeah. disclosure, when you and I are talking, yes. the Jose interview chat happened already, but I haven't listened to the yeah. audio of it yet. So I have I have zero idea. I'm sure it was amazing. I know you're amazing. <laughs> he's amazing. So obviously um did you guys talk about pete davidson celine dion uh any any of our usual <laughs> topics joe pesci we did not we just talked about oscar robert Isaac. pattinson oh well okay. sorry if you have any recos of the week if you have any fun stories that you wanna um that you want to share as we're trying to extend our ripple of kindness yeah hit us on the hotline 707-892-0401 or hit us in the dms at the peony podcast on all the socials hell yeah. yeah hell yeah thanks everybody thank you so much for listening and supporting thank us you. we yes. love you thank we you we love you, <laughs> thank you. bye, bye.